0: The Adventure with Advantage podcast. Thanks for listening. started with episode 20 um i think the plan is probably about a nine o'clock we're gonna draw the winners for the dice right
1: uh uh, giveaway automatically ends in 54 minutes and then i'll yank the first two winners and depending on what dice they'd picked i might pull some extras and i'll cover the extra winners so cool because i think we're at like 80 yeah we have about 80 entrants and some of which were coming back yeah, we have like 79 daily en- ex-bonus entries, so nice, people cool really wanted to win. Awesome. <laughs> Someone wants some dice.
0: <laughs> and then I we mean, will also be posting those winners on social media. Yeah, so I'll, Twitter and stuff, I'll so.
1: contact them and confirm that they mm-hmm. still want their prize, and afterwards we'll announce them all over the place. Awesome. <laughs> no, I just wanted to win. I didn't want
0: the prize, I just wanted to win.
2: <laughs> well, I will let you know if you win.
1: <laughs>
0: it's about
2: sending a message.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, welcome back, everybody, to Adventure with Advantage, our 20th episode. Hey. Ooh, so that's Ooh. pretty exciting. Um So I'll do a real quick recap. Uh, So previously, the party entered the long-abandoned lair of the dragon Karadun, but not before coming face-to-face with the dragon's skeletal remains. Uh, They found a small passage behind a rock that Beller surmised had been created by the kobolds who once served Karadun many years ago. They entered the passage and came across all sorts of obstacles, including a room filled with noxious gas, a lake of magma where they fought a large magma snake, a room full of uh, geysers shooting scalding steam and occasional flame that they had to run through, and finally a small river of magma that black- blocked their path. Uh, at the end, they found Garagar bound and gagged in a cage. They immediately freed him, only to discover they had walked into kind of a trap—not necessarily intentional trap, uh, but a hunt. Uh, Nagar, one of the dark fangs, was having her hunters hunt Nagaragar, Ng- and whoever returned with his head would be honored, but now the party had become the prey as well. Uh, they were able to overcome the hunters through both skill and ingenuity, and finally arrived at the cave interest- entrance. There, Nagar claimed that they would die as she and her companions would destroy Redbrook. Injured and exhausted, the party attacked Nagar and her hunting party. As things began to look dire, Steel Scar was able to use his Ring of the Ram to literally turn her into paste, <laughs> critting on three charges, dealing 108, I believe it was 108 damage.
3: Uh, 104.
0: 104. <laughs> nuts nuts. Uh, and so once she was dead, the party caught their breath, uh, and Elamir claimed the bone hunter, Nagar's bow, as his own. Um so we will pick up pick up from there. Uh so at this point, you see her body is basically just smashed against a rock. Um and suddenly, right, as Elamir, you're sitting there looking over this new bow, steel scar, you're looking over her body, her body burst into this green flame, what remains of her body, and just starts to burn up till there's nothing left there anymore.
3: Can I and... touch um Casimir's chest and give him six hit points.
0: Yeah, you can do that. I do that. Okay.
3: So
0: he doesn't die on us. Casimir is currently is, down. <laughs>
4: is it a spell that's interacting with her body like this?
0: Uh, you don't know. You could roll a detect magic if you want.
4: Uh, I don't have detect magic.
0: Okay. <laughs> so that's, I have um, arcana.
4: You, um, I, I'm, I'm asking because I want to know if I could use a spell on it.
0: Gotcha. Um, you could attempt to if you want, or you could roll an arcana check. I will make, I will let you make that choice. I'll roll the check. Okay.
4: Uh, 15.
0: Okay. Um, at this point, I think you've probably walked up to see the, cause I think you were kind of far back. You've walked up at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't tell if it's magic or not. Um, but based on the color of the flame, uh that was the same color as her eye same color as uh what you saw on the other dark fangs when you guys encountered them in on duel it was green um, you said yeah it's like a sickly green hmm. um would you roll 15
1: mm-hmm. i i do have detect magic now that levy you know helped me figure out that paladins were supposed to have more than i thought we had
0: <laughs> if you if you would <laughs> like to detect your cast uh. detect magic you can
1: Should I? I think she's going to be burned up by the time
4: we do, so it's okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. I mean, at this point, you probably were just waking up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I will say, you're not. Again, you can't detect if it's magic or not because Arcana checks don't detect magic for you. But you are familiar with this type of coloring. You've seen it. Uh, It tends to be necromancy related specifically magic originating from a uh, place called the Everdark.
4: Hmm. It's got a lot of copper in it. It's glowing green.
0: (laughs) That is what Levy says. (laughs) That's exactly what Levy says. Um, And we did wrap up before you guys killed the other guys, but I was just going to say you killed them. Um, So, yeah. So, at this point, Bella and Garagar walk up to you guys and – Everyone just kinda like looks at each other, you know, catching their breath, looking around. Um
4: What are we Bella. waiting for? Let's get out of here.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say she runs up to Casimir and is like, Are you okay? Casimir. No. Bella's, there we go. No. <laughs> bell is asking you if you're okay.
1: Let let's go with no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alive, uh, but let's go with no.
0: She's like, I have a feeling that happens often.
1: <laughs> you have no idea.
0: Uh, second time she's seen you go down, so.
1: <laughs> that is true.
0: Oh, is, is this I like the bingo? bridge. We,
4: have, we need to make like a bingo board. So we're Cap- going down is a free space.
3: <laughs> one of them is casting oh, goes down. Another one is steals, Scar annihilates the whole enemy team in one turn. Is that what it is? <laughs> is that
4: before before Casimir gets a turn.
3: Uh,
0: <laughs> Casimir goes uh, down so, in the middle. Okay. I'll, so I'll, at, I'll start banking that. At this point, Garagar um kind of catches his breath and he's like We we must we, oh god, I can't, I can't do the voice. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got me laughing, so I can't. <laughs> You got this, you got this. We we, we need to make it to, back to um, Platon Castle immediately. I need to in, inform uh, Lord Montever before there is an attack um on any of the towns in Redbrook. Uh, uh, it, sorry uh,
4: to tell you that, my friend. Um, There's already been an attack.
0: He's like, what do you mean? Um, <clears> throat>
4: well, throat> Redbrook's kind of up in flames.
0: Which town was attacked? Which one was it? Undual.
4: Undual was basically wiped out.
0: I guess I will, uh, let me real quick switch the map yeah, over yeah. So to we, a...
4: Switch so the map Denver. so I can actually see it, because I can never remember.
3: Our memories suck. I know. It's
0: still in flame over there.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's only been...
0: It's day. been a day, yeah. Did not you switch even the screen? 24 hours. Oh, I'm sorry. I switched mine. I forgot. I have to drag the little thing over for you guys. There <laughs> you. I see
4: it fine. What are you talking about,
0: guys? Just screw you guys. <laughs> you should see now. Yeah,
3: there you go. I'm like, I'm like, see, look at the map. It's on fire. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there you go. Um, he's like, this is not, this is not good at all. I fear there are more, more towns will be attacked. We must, we quickly, we must make it back to the castle. He does look, he looks quite disturbed by this um, uh, information that you're giving him. And he looks a bit, you know, kind of like looks down and looks a bit guilty about it.
4: Uh, It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's, you couldn't have done anything. You were stuck here.
0: He's like, had I not let them capture me, I could have made it back in time. He says, now the blood of all those people is on my hands.
3: But it really isn't. I mean, I could say I'm equally responsible because I failed to take down one of their one of them when we were challenged to a duel, so who's to say I might be just as equally responsible as you are, and trust me, I feel really bad about it.
0: He just kind of takes a deep breath, and he's like, well, it sounds like we could do a little better job than I'd say we get going as quickly as we can to get back to Bloodthorn Castle and talk to Lord Montever. But before we do, let's please stop at my, um, camp. I'd like to gather a few things before we go.
4: Ah, yeah, let's go. Um, Uh it was right on the outside, right? Before, uh, we got in. Um, yeah, so
0: basically basically you guys are still in the, the lair of the dragon, um, the entrance is not far you can still see like the daylight and stuff so you guys begin making your way out of the out of the cave entrance um, and back northward um, uh, basically you're in a ravine and you have to travel up the ravine um, and kind of go up a pathway that leads above the ravine um, and you remember his camp was kind of looking over the ravine um, so you guys make your way that direction back to his camp your horses are there waiting for you um, they've not been stolen <laughs> uh, so you guys make your way back to his camp um, and he's just been very quiet the whole time uh, so you see him kind of go inside his tent and start you hear kind the sound of like things being shuffled around and moved about as he's collecting his things um, and he eventually comes back out with a satchel full of stuff kind of like some papers kind of like hanging out and stuff um, he's like alright I'm ready to go uh who who should I ride with?
1: Um, um I tell him he can ride behind me. Just in case we get attacked, I'll, uh, my body'll at least be able to block him.
0: Your body. <laughs> <laughs> I might as
1: well accept this role as <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's like, All right. Let this be uh, off.
4: Yeah, it's probably a good call since uh Alec that I have is a bit scrawny over here. <laughs> Stand behind
1: Brom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Alright, so you guys hop on your horses um, and you make your way back toward Bloodthorn Castle. Um it's to the north. Uh if you guys remember, it took about like an hour or two to get there. You're guessing at this point it's about noonish after everything that's happened. Um you set out pretty early from the castle to get to the Stonefire Flats. Um so you travel northward up the Stonefire Flats past Natal. Um, and through Kalan and then, uh, back to the familiar site of Bloodthorn Castle. Um, again, it's about an hour's trip to get there. Uh, so by the way, if you guys want to, that this can be considered a short rest riding back since all you it's like a, Oh,
4: you know, I can, I can play right, songs rocks. on the way back for song oh. of rest.
0: There you go. While you're r- riding along.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm imagining I'm riding my I'm riding my horse side saddle the whole time, so I can kind of like side saddle and just like drum my way along.
0: Nice. Okay. Sounds good. So you guys, the soothing, relaxing sounds of Levy's music playing. um So you guys can heal up if you want to take a short rest, and then whatever he gives you, I think it's still a D8 at this point, or whatever it is, D6. Yeah. I don't know. D8
4: healing okay. is that what it is yeah. rest 1d6 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 thank you i need to get myself a loot all this drums is uh it's, oh it's, are you uh... still playing on the drums? oh yeah <laughs> I, I, I have i have <laughs> bongos that's all i have like i have bongos and i have a flute and i
2: have a horn
0: <laughs> oh god so it's not it's I, I wouldn't imagine drums are super relaxing to be honest <laughs> Yeah, big,
2: yeah. He's never been high enough.
0: <laughs> Does Elamir say this? <laughs> <Just> go. Yeah.
2: <laughs> got some uh, elven salves. <laughs> you a D8, is that right? why you
4: got into portals, my friend? <laughs> Your grow
2: areas? <laughs> portals um, were there before I learned them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, it's a D6. Uh, mm-hmm. Steel Scar.
2: Alright.
0: His bardic inspiration to D8.
1: It is for now there you go I'll heal yeah that and I'll expend two hit die to heal up some I had to
3: expend four <laughs> What
0: was that 4 <laughs> hp yeah
1: I no, I should probably expend <clears throat> more shouldn't I I'm All going right. through these things fast so that's the whole problem
0: <laughs>
1: actually can I cast uh no never mind
0: you were gonna should cast that bump? 10 minute healing spell
1: yeah not worth it not
0: okay not worth that's, it. Fine.
1: that's fine it's really expensive for a two, level 2 slot
0: okay alright so you guys approach the castle you see the familiar sight you see the the banners blowing in the wind you can still see Natal or I'm sorry Undul smoke rising um, like we just said it's not even been 24 hours since that attack um, definitely the, for- the castle looks a lot more fortified you're seeing you know a lot more guards around um as you enter in the gates and you're now in the bailey the I castle a real quick yes before,
4: before we get in can i turn to gergar and ask him hey gergar what uh what's to be done with and like do you know do you know what the, any like kind of contingency plan is, is it going to be rebuilt
0: uh he's like um i that that seems like a decision for uh lord and lady montever um I'm really not sure what their plans are. I think right now the plan would be just to try and get through whatever's happening, as I'm not exactly sure uh, what his plans are right now. And then Bella kind of speaks uh, or steps or steps in, is like, "Um, yes, I'm sure Father has a plan at this point. Uh, there are many homes in Nandul, and if we can reclaim it, I'm sure we will. Re- bu- we will be rebuilding it. Um, but for right now, we just need to get through this." series of events and hopefully we come out okay from this. Um. So. Uh, so, anything else? No. I just
4: wanted to see what he was thinking.
0: (laughs) Uh, he he looks kind of out of it. Just distracted. Um, you've not been around him too long, but he just seems kind of distracted. Um. Kind of staring off. Um. So you guys eventually reach the keep um which is where you guys slept. It's where the family lives. Uh, and as you guys get inside um you you know pull the horses into the stable. Um you guys start to make your way inside. Um and as soon as you approach Garagar um turns to Bella and is like uh Lady Bella, we I I must speak with your father immediately. Please uh it is very important that we speak with him now and she's like of course uh and so you guys make your way in and you see as bella um grabs a servant um and tells him to get her father um as you guys <clears throat> go into the room where you guys had the meeting kind of the war room off to the right or i'm sorry off to the left hand side of the main four-year area of the castle um and garagar kind of sits down in a chair and just kind of like lets out a heavy sigh and just kind of like closes his eyes for a second um so after a few minutes, um, you see Lord Montever, uh, as well as, uh, the captain of the guard, Arnal, um, Captain Arnall enter the room as well. Um, and as he enters in, he's like, Garagar, it is so good to see you, my friend. And he rushes up and, uh, gives him a big hug. And he's like, are you, are you hurt? Are you okay? Is there anything we can get you? And he's like, um, some food would probably be good, and uh, we need to have a talk, my lord, about what I know. And uh, Lord Montever is like, oh, 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 of course, of course, and he grabs a servant uh, and tells him to grab some food and water and bring it over. Um, and he kind of sees you guys, and he's like, "Do you guys do you um do you need anything at all? Anything to drink, eat?"
4: Uh, yeah, some some food and water would be would be fantastic it's, right now.
0: Of course, of course, please. Needy. Shouts to the servants to grab, you know, grab some for everybody. Um, and so at this point, he, you know, ushers you guys. He's like, please take a seat. I'm sure you're all quite tired.
4: Uh, are we looking like pretty dirty and stuff like that, I'm imagining? Yes.
0: Yeah. As you guys got into the light, you could see that you were pretty sooty and just like, you can see just like kind of ash on your guys' faces and your clothes are kind of burnt and kind of, so uh, spots. Uh,
4: I'm definitely going to cast precipitation on myself to clean myself okay. up a bit. If right. anyone else wants it, I could maybe do it to ask, but you know, <laughs> yeah, not if I'm yeah, not I asking.
1: Levy, if he can uh, remove some of this from me before I do in their seats. <laughs> I give him some finger, wingle, finger wiggle finger wiggles <laughs> <and> just
4: like <laughs> dirt just flies there you off of him.
0: Yeah, see so just I, watch.
3: Steelscar just takes a you know. He, he
0: just me. takes a C. <laughs> um, I, I apologize.
3: I clean Steelscar happens. without him asking because
4: I don't want to <laughs> smell
0: it. <laughs> you hear it's exactly Elamir you want to get cleaned or no I mean <laughs> sure
2: do you give me a
4: look I can I can do it off of a look too if you just give me a look
2: yeah I look okay. dirty alright
4: oh, yeah. whoa you're giving me some dirty looks okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're going that way alright right. Uh, yeah I cleaned Elamir up too
0: okay all right so you guys are all cleaned up uh you see that bella does that to herself as well cleans herself up and cleans Garagar up as well um so at this point the servants eventually bring in the food and drink uh you guys just see it looks like a tankard of ale or a you know big tankard with some cups for you guys to drink as well some water and some food um so you guys are able to eat uh, so eventually Garagar grabs a drink takes a big drink of water he's like oh, alright my lord um first I just want to say I am sorry for not being here if I had not been captured I think I may have been able to prevent the attack on Andul. uh so I apologize for that and Lord is like no my friend it is it is fine do not worry about it um I'm sure you were in over your head if you could have been here you would have he's like well so let me tell you what happened and then we can um, we can try and um, go on from there so basically I was uh, studying in my normal spot uh, near the stone fire the flats when I was uh, ambushed by a group of gnolls uh, and I was captured by them they caught me by surprise uh, but the, ing- the ignorant beasts assumed I could not speak or understand them, uh, but I am fluent in gnolls, so I understood every word that they said. Um, I was brought before a group of gnolls called the Darkfangs. They're the leaders of the United Knoll Clans here in the Carlin Lowlands. You see, the Darkfangs were a litter of gnolls who rose to prominence in their clans and soon came to lead it. This over here looks like I'm looking at the camera. Um said they then through blood and might united the scattered gnoll clans of the Kaliin lowlands though it seems like they are now being fueled by some dark blighted magic but anyways Drokha wished for me to simply be dead but Nagar refused claiming that such a prize as myself would be wasteful so she decided to use me in one of her hunts as her prey and so when they ordered me away before I was out of earshot I heard Degnai the leader of the Dark Fangs uh, claimed that his research into the Ashue, soul magic was almost complete and as for his plans regarding soul magic, I do not know but I fear what their plans may be um, as you know, soul magic is quite dark magic and I do not know what his plans are and I feel I need to do some research into soul magic as well as why they may be seeking revenge on redbrook
4: would you need any help Geragar?
0: he's like uh you seem capable in the arcane art so yes any help would be greatly appreciated and mm. bella speaks up and is like i wouldn't i can help as well um and then so then uh lord montever it's like this is an interesting turn of events garagar he's like can you tell me more about these dark fangs i do not i've heard the name i do not know who they are um and garagar's like yes of course my lord um give me one second to pull up my notes Hmm. he said like i said the uh the, the dark fangs were a litter of gnolls uh, here in the Colleen lowlands and they were able to rise to prominence Eventually, taking over their own clan and uniting the rest of the Nol clans here, they are led by their leader Degnai, the Bone Lord. He is a powerful necromancer, um, and through his dark magics, has been able to bend the will of any who oppose him. Um, and I fear what his plans may be. Ah, uh, another one of them is Ragdulu, the Taskmaster. Ragdulu is the driving force behind the forces of the Knolls. He ensures order is kept and their goals are achieved. He is the second in command of the Darkfangs. He's like, ah. and then there's Nagar the Skinner, who your fr- our friends here were able to take care of for us, but uh, she was a great huntress uh, and was known for hunting down many for her own sport and pleasure. Uh, then there is... Ogkai the Silent Fang. She's a master of stealth and infiltration. She's wicked and cruel. She can hide in plain sight. And finally, there's Drogkar the Cruel. A hulking brute. A savage warrior and champion of the Gnol Horde. He revels in maiming and breaking of bone. He is a wicked and sadistic creature. And these are the Dark Fangs.
3: When he says that name, Steelscurt just mm-hmm. has flashbacks to what happened that night.
0: Okay flashbacks of the of the ass fight. beating he yep. got <laughs> alright and um, and then Gergar speaks up and it's like up to this point I have been um following their progress and from what information I've been able to gather it's mainly be through their strength but something has happened recently that has given them some sort of greater power. This sickly blighted magic that they seem to be infused with it seems to have given them boldness to carry out this attack on Redbrook and again I do not know why they are attacking Redbrook and that is what I hope to hope to solve after we meet here um and so Lord Montever speaks up and is like this is this seems quite troubling to me at first i thought we might just be dealing with a random attack this seems like a coordinated effort by what seems like very powerful enemies he just kind of thinks for a moment uh he's like oh no i think we have some might need to change some of our plans here I fear things are a bit more serious than we had anticipated. Um, and she's like, of course, my lord. We will do whatever you need. Um, and uh, he looks over at you guys and he's like, is there any other information that you were able to gather from your excursion to the Stonefire Flats?
4: Mm, not that I know of. I, I don't think no, I don't think we uh I don't think we found anything else, uh guys. Do you do you remember finding anything else, uh information wise? Other than the fact
1: that uh we took out uh Nagar. Yeah, I can't not recall anything else okay. besides a lot of fighting and a lot of death. A lot of fighting, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's death, like well
0: Well at back. least we are one down, four to go. Hopefully we can eliminate the remaining dark fangs, as they call themselves. He looks over at Garagar and he's like, my friend, please go rest. Take some time to recover. Uh, we can handle things here. And he's like, no, no, my lord. I, I need to research immediately. I will be making my way to the, the library here uh, to begin my research immediately. Um, And he gets up. You see him get up. Uh, kinda... Let me follow. <laughs> Take a breath. Uh, as you get up, uh, Lord Montever looks. He's like, "Ah, uh, could you please stay here? I wish to speak with you.
4: Absolutely. Sure.
0: Okay. Um, at this point, uh, Bella kind of gets up and helps Garagar walk. Walk in, they make their way upstairs um, and out of the room. Um, and so Lord Montever uh, turns toward you guys. Um, just takes a deep breath and he's like... I want to thank you for your assistance. You know, you've just so happened to be in the right place at the right time, it seems, and you've ensured that my daughter returned to me safely, as well as Garagar my wizard and her mentor. So I appreciate your assistance here. Um, as a token of my appreciation, please, the horses that you rode to the Stonefire Flats, you may keep them, they are your own. Oh yeah! Well for your help here, um,
4: Levy thinks to himself, "Why did I get the sickly one?"
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, we can heal that.
0: <laughs> um, and he says, "I don't know what your plans are. Um, you've been of great help here." We would greatly appreciate your assistance if you were to stay but I understand if you don't want to uh, endanger your own lives for our sake if you do wish to stay um, know that you'll be fed and you can have shelter here and if you were willing to provide any assistance in our defense of Redbrook we would greatly appreciate it but you look quite tired so feel free to rest and do whatever you need to do um, just please let me know what your plans are.
4: Thank you. Um, I don't know if uh, I can speak for everyone, but we, uh, we're we happy to lend a hand um, in solving the crisis that befalls your people. Uh, I would like to at least stay and see if we can see this through to the end, hopefully. Maybe we can all get a good story out of this
1: at the end of this all. <laughs> yeah I, I speak up and state that I'm not comfortable leaving without ensuring their continued existence mm-hmm. I can't stand by and allow them to face extinction
0: okay
3: I I speak up and I'm like I'd be happy to help and then I take out the great axe and I hand it back to um, Casimir like but I need a better weapon than this I don't do good with axes but if you have anything in the matter of swords I'd be happy to lend a hand
0: he says, Of course, of course. Um, and he looks over at Captain Arnold. He's like, Arnold, please um, ensure our friend here is um, well equipped and has whatever weapon he needs. Uh, and she kind of glances over at you, Steel Scar, uh, kind of gives you a dirty look, and looks back to Lord Montever and is like, Of course, my lord. She stands there. Um,
3: she gives me and, a dirty look.
0: Yes. Uh, And Lord Montever looks at you guys. He's like, well, please, you can uh, rest in the rooms that you have if you'd like to wander around, (laughs) do whatever you need to do. Um, Usually we have dinner as a family, but based on current circumstances, my son Leon and Natal and my other son Philip and Rodin, I don't see that happening anytime soon. Uh, So there will be dinner, food on the table around sunset can't promise that many people will be there at the same time, but feel free to uh, eat your fill at that time. And he kind of gets up, uh, quickly bows to each you, he's like, no, if you excuse me, I have much to attend to, and um, him and uh, Captain all make their way out of the room.
2: Alright. Cool.
4: Well, I'm gonna go find Garagar.
0: Okay.
1: I'm gonna go with him.
0: You say anything to the rest of the party or just leave
4: no i'm just gonna leave without no i yeah, gonna... <laughs> Let not know his... uh, guys i'm gonna go find garagar and help him out with his research i feel like whatever he's working on might be uh the key to figuring this whole thing out
3: okay i don't think the captain liked me gave him giving me dirty looks all i, I, I mean asked was
4: maybe maybe they were looking you up maybe they thought you were attractive
1: <laughs> and then you spoke <laughs> <And he spoke. laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm gonna regret that next time I'm about uh, to die and he doesn't help
3: me. <laughs> uh, I'll so remember yeah. that, Casimir. Yeah. There you, go. So yeah remember you guys, that.
4: You guys I have some
0: time to um pursue whatever uh things that you may want to follow up on, gather supplies, whatever you'd like to do stay together split up it's up to you guys Um, just let me know so it sounds like Levy wants to make his way up to the library where Gargar and Bella are Um, what is everyone else wanting to do
3: I'm gonna look for the captain because I want my sword
0: okay
1: or a sword okay I'm gonna see what equipment from that massive list I can accumulate okay and I'm also adding like enchanted horseshoes
2: to that list of things I'm just keeping
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay Um, and Elamir what, what are you wanting to do
2: I'm uh, gonna find a nice quiet place to rest and read
0: okay and you are reading your
2: book uh, you i have I have a book um that is uh from my mother and the work that she was working on
0: okay All right um so if everyone's gonna split up uh we will first go with uh Steel Scar and Casimir um so, Casimir, sorry, you said you were wanting to gather some stuff.
1: Yes, I will uh, grab that okay. list.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, so you you, you kind of ask around to see where you could buy stuff. Uh, and kind of what you get from people is that in the middle of what's going on, it's going to kind of be tough to acquire many of those items that you had. Although, uh, regarding, like, weapons and stuff, uh, your best bet is to go to the um, armory in the bailey Okay. Does the is armory where have
1: armor?
0: Weapons and armor.
1: I had <laughs> arm- armory. armory. Well, an armory is where they store both weapons. Yes.
0: Armor. So yes.
1: Not the armorer,
3: but the armory. Yes,
0: the armory. Yes. Okay, so uh, then SteelScar, you'll be going to the armory as well, right?
3: Yes, yeah, so I'll go. Me and, I guess me and we are heading there together.
0: Okay. All right, so you guys make your way. So at this point, Elamir is just finding a corner. Maybe staying in the room since everyone left reading his book. Levy's going upstairs um, to the library. And then SteelScar and Casimir are making their way to the armory. Okay, so SteelScar and Casimir. Uh, you guys make your way outside. Um, let me find it. Uh, so yeah, you guys make your way outside. Uh, you know where the armory is. Uh, you've been directed that point that it's over where kind of the guards train and stuff. Uh, so, and you've passed by that it's in the Bailey. It's kind of off to your side as you've walked in. So you passed it like a few times at this point. Um, so as you walk outside, you know, the sun's, I, it's probably about little, a little bit afternoon at this point. Um, So you guys ahead, uh, you hear the sounds of shouting, the twang of arrows being released, and the thunk of wooden weapons colliding. Uh, As you get closer, you can see a row of hay bales with targets painted on them as a few guards practice their archery. Uh, You also see wooden dummies as guards practice their sword play against them. Uh, In the center of the area, you see a ring with a rope and wooden stakes making this ring. Uh, Inside, you see two guards currently sparring with their weapons um, on the wall of the castle you see a doorway uh and what you can kind of see in there it looks like you see some crates and barrels and looks like there might be one or two people inside um that door in that area uh what would you like to do
3: hmm. i will head in right, i okay. look for i
1: specifically look around and keep an eye out uh for sergeant for enlisted not officers
0: what was that? Sorry, oh, you sorry. cut out for one second for me.
1: I'm um, looking for upper-ranked um enlisted, okay. like sergeants, not officers.
0: Okay. Uh You're looking around. You don't see anyone who seems to be giving out any sort of orders or anything, or, like, leading any training exercises. It just kind of seems like it's what, you know, people are doing their own thing right now. Um then i'm just gonna ask
1: one of the random ones training if they happen to know where i can go to look for uh equipment upgrades or just whoever's in charge of the armory
0: uh i guess i'll follow him okay uh so yeah one of them you grab a guard and he tells you to go uh speak with the quartermaster quartermaster lane um and he's in that doorway that you had seen uh not he's in the doorway there's a room there and they said go to the go to the room uh the armory is right there um so you guys are gonna make your way over there? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Alright, so you guys make your way over there. Um, and as you kind of step inside again, you see lots of crates. You see barrels. Uh, you also see some weapons sitting on we- weapon racks. You see kind of like some barrels of arrows. You see kind of like some javelins and barrels. Barrels. Um, additionally, you see like, you know, some shields with the um, red brook symbol on it. Um, And you see, kind of as you're walking in, you see a guy kind of walk out. He's carrying a sword with him. Uh, And you see ahead of you an older man. He's got black beard and hair. Uh, It seems like there's some graying in his beard and his hair. Um, And as you guys enter, he's like, good afternoon. How may I help you?
1: Good afternoon. We're seeking on... <laughs> We're seeking a variety of goods, weapons, and armor. We're not sure what you have, what you can spare. What we can pay you for, but we'd like to be more well-equipped to continue fighting.
0: Says, "Of course. Um, well, can't really help you in the way of supplies, but when it comes to weapons and armor, we have plenty of that. What are you looking for? And um, may I just ask quickly, uh, who are you, and are you here on behalf of somebody?"
1: Uh, my name is Casimir. This is Steel Scar. Um, we were in. Uh, name a village. We helped fight the gnolls in Andul as well as seeking out. I forgot the
3: wizard's name that we rescued from uh, Stonefire Flats. We we rescued Garagard from Stonefire Flats.
0: So... It says, ah, I've heard about you. Andul was a. Seems like a terrible, terrible incident. But it sounds like you were there to help out in the time of need. I appreciate that. Thank you.
3: I lost my sword there, and I was, I was lent an axe, but uh, my skill set is better utilized if I actually have a long blade at hand.
0: This is in what kind of sword specifically are you looking for? A long sword? Uh,
3: something heavy that, th- that hits hard
0: so he I really step, the hard sword
3: <laughs> I, I step
1: forward and um elaborate but just explain uh, <laughs> describing the sword that he lost so more of like a great sword or a broad sword but um with the asian curve okay,
0: okay. um so yes yeah, so basically you explain to him that um you know it has some because uh, your sword was it wasn't just a regular sword it was made oh. in soon um yeah. So it has kind of that influence from that culture there. Uh, so he's like, "Well, I don't have anything of that design, but um, I have a pretty basic great sword if that's what you're looking for."
3: Well, I mean, something is always better than nothing. May I see it?
0: This is, of course, and he uh, kind of you see him kind of walk behind, uh, kind of go through a few like picks up a few swords, kind of like, weighs it in his hand, sets it back, and he eventually finds it. Ah, here we go. And he brings it over to you and he hands you a greatsword.
3: Just a regular greatsword, right? Yes. I, I pick it up and, um... feel it. Would you say that the weight of this kind of reminds me of the, of, the, of the sword I had?
0: Um, you can definitely tell that the category of sword that it is is of the same category as your sword right. um, but it is not it is not your sword
3: no of course but it, like I, yeah. it, different it,
0: design um, it's not gonna it's not going to impede your ability to fight with it if that way you're, is what you're asking yeah no i, I just takes a little bit a little getting used to all right nice. um,
3: all right um
0: And he's like, is there anything else that you need?
3: I look at uh, Casimir and like, oh, do you need anything? Um,
1: So I first apologize and then I pull out one of my uh, pieces of parchment from my uh, (laughs) couch. Say yes, and sorry in advance, but I have a list of goods I've been looking to stock up on as we run into a variety of scenarios. Um, so I have a basic shopping list, which is basic goods. So these yeah, let,
0: me, uh, are fairly let me. Find your list. Hey, I'm uh, so yeah, again, to... your, the only things he's going to have for you are weapons and okay. Depending on the type of armor that you're going to want, armor. Um, so I found it. Um. Okay, so so yeah, that will yeah,
1: be the so... items to try to find for sale.
0: Okay. So, so yeah, yeah, he's got he's got javelins um for you. Yeah. Uh, so. He gives you three javelins. Steel Scar, were you wanting javelins?
3: Yes. I'm
1: okay. going to buy five javelins if I could. Same here. Uh
0: He's like, uh, no need to pay for these. It's fine. Oh, okay. You've done us a good service and um, you can take these. Uh, so both of you will take three javelins. Okay. Hands them to you guys um let's see anything else in here yeah you're not gonna have any magic stuff it's just a basic
3: mm-hmm.
0: armory uh see so yeah, basically just weapons is all you're gonna really find here um gotcha uh you imagine you could probably find uh, and you kind of hand him the list and he looks over and he's like yeah the only thing i have here is gonna be- you may have some luck finding holy water at the chapel uh, perhaps a healing kit there as well, but the rest of these items are probably you're going to have to find in one of the towns, although uh, right now it may be difficult to find those things with everything going on.
3: I I, I ask him, my, you would say my armor looks a little beat up after all the beatings I took these past couple of days? Yes. I ask him, um, do you by any chance have something to replace this current armor that I had? It's It got pretty messed up and I want to be at my optimal best if we're gonna go after these uh these moles
0: um are you asking if he has better armor or if he can like maybe touch better up armor. your armor gotcha uh so yeah you guys are the armor that you guys are wearing is better than the armor that anyone's here is wearing uh so he they're not gonna have full plate or anything
3: and then i'll ask him um is there anyone here who's good at repairing armor
0: he says oh yes we've got the smithy who might be able to um you know take some of the dents out of your armor if you need that
3: uh um uh, where can i find them
0: uh you can just leave your armor here and we'll have it taken care of
3: we'll do and i'll start taking off my uh my splint armor okay and i'll just uh leave it on the counter okay oh no my armor class <clears throat> is 12 yeah. oh hey i outdo do you for once
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah My
3: turn
0: to Um, protect you. Hold on. So as you guys are standing there, um, you hear a voice from behind you. Familiar voice. Uh, They say, Ah, so I see that you found your weapon. and you turn around, you see Captain Arnall standing in the doorway.
3: I sure did. It feels a lot better than holding an next, I'll tell you that.
0: She, she kind of she, approaches.
3: Is she giving me a dirty look?
0: She approaches. Uh, she kind of got her arms folded. She approaches. She's like, may I see it?
3: Uh, sure. I, I hand her the blade.
0: Okay. She kind of holds it, looks it over, and she says... Well, I'm glad you found what you were looking for but tell me I understand my lord has commanded me to help you, outfit you in whatever you need and I know you said that you would stay here and help us but how do I know that you will actually stay here and help us it's easy to be a hero like you were in on duel, but you have an honor to stay here and help
3: look captain. If I'm staying here to help, it's because it's the right thing to do. I've served with the military prior and, you know, one thing I can tell you is that for folks in the military, our word, our word holds value, especially if we, uh, if we commit to something we could have easily never have decided to go out and rescue Garagard or anyone else for that matter. We could have easily just fled the town when it was being attacked. But you know what? We decided to stay. When we know the name procar right? Drokah. yeah. When yeah, Droka you know when Drokaw issued the challenge, you know, I saw nobody else stepping up to take it. Especially with, with hostages being held. I could have declined. I could've I could've never said anything. But you know what? I took the offer because people's lives were at stake and if you can relate to any of that especially you being the captain I'm pretty sure you would have done the exact same things I've done if you were in my position if you, if you as the captain truly care about the people around here
0: and she looks at you and says of course I would die for these people this is my job and that yeah, is so what, who I that? am
3: And as soon as she's done with that, I'm like, see, you have a commitment to them. I don't. But I decided to stay and I decided to defend them. So you tell me this. Why are you trying to pass judgment on me with all these questions when I'm here defending people that realistically I should not care about, yet I'm doing it for them?
0: She said, like I said, it's easy to play the hero. But here you are. The heroics are done. And my question to you is, are you going to stay? Do you know who fought with honor? The guards who died in Andul. Their bodies lie rotting in the sun. Their flesh consumed by those infernal creatures. And so my question to you is, will you honor their sacrifice? I understand you fought Drokha. And that did not... That should not be minimized, but... My men died defending those people in Andul. They died fighting next to you. And I ask you now, are you going to honor their their sacrifice? Some of them had children, families. Who will defend them? Will you stay and honor their sacrifice?
3: Filscar takes a moment, thinks about it, and he's like, You can, count on, you can count on my help if that's what you're asking. I know, and I saw the ones who died, I was there at the battlefield with them. So I know how hard it is to, to watch people die. So yes, to answer your question simply, yes, I will be staying for the remainder of this endeavor that involves the dark flames in order to bring justice to your fallen soldiers
0: she like looks you over says fine prove it to me meet me in the ring
3: oh shit alright
0: I find the best way to find if somebody is actually telling the truth is through combat is the best way to learn about your enemy or ally so let's go and meet in the ring lead the way alright so oh, you guys shit. head to the ring, and you are not wearing your armor. So I'm your not armor, class- my armor.
3: <laughs> <laughs> my armor class is twelve, and then I'm also not at full health. Yeah. How yeah. uh, low? <laughs> well, uh, Never mind. I'm just- you're not. You're not there because you're talking to the guard to the shadow. Oh, I'm sure. Studio. I'm
0: sure he heard the no, conversation. We were,
1: I was done getting the javelins. There's not like I. Yeah, I'm any sure he heard the conversation.
0: Um,
3: so, I look at uh, Castor oh, what, like am like, two. Just watch. Just yeah, I watch. quickly
1: uh, cast uh, Cure Wounds on you, so I'm going to give 4. How much? 2d8 <laughs> two, two plus 4, so one sec. Uh, so... 14, so there's 14 for you.
3: Nice. Hey, I'm a, I'm a lot better. He's got spells! <laughs>
1: Thank you, Levy. Oh my gosh, I'm an yeah.
0: Idiot. What did we What did we figure out? You thought you only had the spells that were when part we of first, your subclass. When you first added
1: me to the game and I first made my character sheet, it hadn't because uh, you imported it, so initially it wasn't linked and didn't have access to
0: the, uh... the
1: list. So I had just the very base base list. So <laughs> I had like six spells total that were just always prepared. I didn't know I was supposed to have so many more. So Levy helped me fix that last week, and I realized. Nice. that I just glorious list of magic available
0: yeah especially if you got Zero a high charisma. spells prepared yeah if you got a lot of high charisma what you do you shouldn't have quite a decent amount of spells available
1: um yeah right before the fight i'd like to cast shield of faith on him <laughs> just actually no i am going to cast well both shield see... of faith and protection from do good do i see
3: this on him do i see him doing this
0: yes he's walking over and touching you
3: it's an unfair in... fight otherwise no, as soon as he starts doing that I'm like Casimir uh, please don't this is a challenge a duel between two people and you doing this is only interfering in what we would consider an honorable battle
4: buff her too, <laughs> <laughs> her too. Here, I can
0: buff <laughs> her, her too <laughs> alright so um, you, fight, I you doubt, see I her doubt she would
1: have objected to me buffing you before fighting the bridge no but I would object to
0: it you see her over there. So she does have... She is carrying uh, wooden weapons, steel scars. So she has set her actual weapons down. Obviously, this isn't going to be a violent, bloody fight. But Of course. So uh, you see here she's carrying two... She has two, like, these wooden swords in her hand. Uh, and she's kind of, like, you know, stretching and practicing and preparing herself, uh, waiting for you to enter the ring. Um, and so you see a... Um, best you can find from wooden sword standpoint is a longsword
3: I will take, I will grab it okay longsword, I need to look that up then it's
0: a 1d10 if you're using okay. two hands
3: okay, 1d10, perfect
0: okay. alright, well then, if you're ready let's roll initiative shit, okay I'll get the music on
4: is it like the new Doom Eternal music?
0: <laughs> I do not know what that music is
3: just heavy metal. Long, heavy metal. <laughs> I, I rolled an eleven total.
0: Okay. Whoa, that's weird. Mouse just pulled Chrome over. Uh, let me see. I need to look at her stats real quick. Yeah, she didn't roll that great. Uh, okay, you're first.
3: Awesome. I'm gonna start off hard. As a bonus action, I will use my fighting spirit.
0: All right. Oh. Go for it. So you you yeah. get the ring. By the way, the ring's probably about. I don't Damn. know it's not that large like maybe 15 by 15 or something it's a, cir- a circle all right so you know not square but it's, you got there's a decent amount of room but not a ton
3: i will get up in your face and I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna i'm gonna swing twice okay great weapon master on um, both attacks so that's one and that's two so i rolled a total 19 and 18
0: uh both are hits
3: awesome and both are oh shit how do i do great weapon oh plus 10 I, I haven't done that in a while.
0: By the way, the way we're gonna do this: just reduce your, act as if it, you're taking the damage. Obviously, you're not at you're not gonna like pass out when you get to zero. No, yeah. you get zero, I'll, but that's how we're gonna do manually. this. I'm gonna do it yeah. by paper then. Oh okay, yeah, that's fine.
3: Uh, so one d, so okay, one d ten plus four. So 10, 20 damage on the first hit. Okay. And on the second one. Uh, 20 damage on the s- second one as well. I rolled
0: this Oh, man. Okay.
3: And that is going to be it for my turn.
0: Okay. You run up your sword. You just bring it down. She tries to block it and you get through her guard and just go, and you hear like the wind get knocked out of her and you bring it around and hit her again. Two big hits. Um, and so now it's her turn uh, and she is going to attack. She is going to uh, use her fighting spirit.
3: Oh, and she's going shit. to attack you uh
0: okay. with her swords with she gets four attacks all with advantage uh so let's see if you do Pro pass 12 over 12, 12 or over you hit me okay so hit <laughs> that's fine first attack uh it's gonna be yeah hit with a second attack all
3: it's right. gonna be a 12
0: because it beats it oh it hung on that 20 rolled away though uh third attack's gonna miss fourth attack is going to hit all right so let's do damage um so three of them hit so you're gonna take uh three so you're gonna take seven whoop whoop sorry hold on I just dropped my d4
3: First, he makes me lose my sword, now he's gonna make me lose my dignity. (laughs) You never had that to begin with, please. She's the
0: captain of the guard.
3: Uh, That's true, I did not know. SteelScar doesn't care about dignity. Uh, (laughs) You're the one choosing all these fights, buddy. I did not choose this fight. I was basically. He
0: didn't didn't choose this fight, I will say. This fight chose him. Yeah, this fight chose him. Alright. Then you're gonna take uh, six damage. And then. 5 damage Uh, and then she's going to use her action surge oh god (laughs) man
4: she just really hates this guy
0: uh so it's going to be a hit on the first attack oh wait no this okay hit hit get to roll so much so great hit
1: yeah casimir goes to the latrine while he gets wailed up
0: (laughs) uh hit so it's going to be 4 hits here we go uh it's gonna be eight points of slashing or damage as doesn't matter what type it is it's a sword wooden sword uh six and then uh six and six all right so now it's your turn
3: i will retaliate back i'm as i'm gonna use a. Uh... As a bonus oh, action, I will it. use Fighting Spirit.
0: She also got five temp hit points. Oh yeah, okay. I did too. So actually, I should give myself twenty. Yeah, Change so you that. took five five less damage. Yeah, and again, I'm gonna get another five temp hit. So points. you watch as she just just like goes into a blade fury. Just you're trying to block, you get one like of the eight attacks that come in. You just you take all of them.
3: Yeah. So I did use a, a second Fighting Spirit for this turn. Okay. And, um, so first attack with Great Weapon Master, so not, uh, 19. Is hit? Oh, that one just rolled off the tail. Let me get another one. Yep. It's cocked. <laughs> no, it rolled out in, uh, 18.
0: Okay, both are hits.
3: All right. Five, nine, 19 damage on the first hit. Okay. And I rolled another six. Twenty damage on the second hit.
0: My God, dude. Okay, that was over much quicker than I expected. So, uh, oh shit, you just begin, just continue wailing on her until you eventually just like bring your sword around and just like smack her, like you know, just get her right across the body, and she falls down to the ground. Um, the sword kind of fall out of her hand.
3: As soon as she falls down, I'll I'll reach down and offer my hand to pick her up.
0: Yeah. She takes your hand. Do you pull her up?
3: I do. Pull her up.
0: Alright. She says, kind of like you know, kind of like is holding her you know, shoulder where you brought your sword down the final blow and is like well you seem that you uh, know what you're doing when it comes to a fight. Uh,
3: when uh, Would I have noticed like her fighting spirit style? Because um I was, so i was specifically training that kind of style
0: do me a favor roll a history check
3: history check what am i ooh 18 minus 1 17 17
0: okay <clears throat> uh so captain arnold uh has very dark skin she has a haram uh you what you know about haram is they are from the dune sea uh, mainly from there's a big city there called Hama- Haramdrum. What you know about them, you know you've been in the military. You practice the way of the blade. Um, it's your understanding is that soon, which is where you did a lot of your training, yes. And um, Haramdrum, both uh, there is almost like a spiritual aspect when it comes to fighting with a blade. Um, it's not the same type of um training and fighting and kind of belief not beliefs but you know what i mean kind of teachings um but it's similar in that it's kind of this teaching like this way of the blade kind of like living and dying by the blade kind of thing um so you definitely notice that the way that she fought seemed to be kind of similar or at least what you've heard about
3: and so when i uh i'll ask and i'm gonna ask her i'm gonna ask her um you know, the way the way you dis- you show your blade skills really, really remind me of my own. <clears throat> I practically have the same fighting style that you were showing me just now.
0: She's like, yes, I noticed that as well. Perhaps we can spar in the future and I may get the upper hand against you.
3: I, I hold my sides and I, like, well, I mean, that's the... That's the f- second beating I've taken today, so.
0: <laughs> she extends her hand uh, to shake yours.
3: I shake her, I extend okay. mine to shake.
0: And she's like, Steel Scar. thank you for your honor, and I hope to see you on the battlefield.
3: And I'm like, and I look back, and I'm like, and, you know, thank you for believing in me and my sword. <laughs> <laughs> believing in me and the skill that I'm able, I'll be able, I'll be able to provide to you for you and for the people here.
0: Says, I,
3: I shall also see you at the battlefield.
0: Says, I look forward to it. And she um, gathers a sword, kind of dusts herself off, and makes her way out of the ring.
3: Uh, hey, I headed back to uh, Casimir. Okay.
1: Making friends everywhere you go, I see. Uh, what better way to make <laughs> friends than to spar with them wouldn't you agree I don't know I've always been a fan of food and a drink but <laughs>
0: call me
1: call me weird
3: uh, yeah I love food drinking well tried it once nearly killed me so not for me
0: <laughs> alright what would you guys like to do now
1: um uh, I still have shopping to attempt to do. Uh, I think he, yeah, you look like you're still standing fine, so I don't need yeah. to you um, anymore. I
4: Real will... quick, though, it, uh, yes. it it's been an hour, so we yeah.
1: probably have winners.
0: We do have winners. Oh, yes, yes, nice. You want to do that? Yep, hey, pa- I'll
1: look that up right now. All right. Um, <laughs>
0: me break then. Let we do this. So, let's I was see. like, No, Levy can wait.
4: <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not
1: asking winners. about it. People from countries all over the world. Oh, my goodness. So cool. Okay. So, right. winner number one. So, you're getting your first pick of the dice and two games from the game list that we have donated. So, uh, two from the tier four or below. Um, Lucas. Uh, Lucas Kwasniak. Wow, I'm sorry, I'm terrible pronouncing things. So Lucas Kwasniak will be contacting you, so that Luke guy. Um, Thank you for visiting us on YouTube thank you uh, next winner so i'll have to confirm that they are in the discord when i email them but uh, it's uh rachel will be contacting you so congratulations for second pick you'll get second dice pick so if it conflicts with uh win number one we'll see what else we have on the list that you want and you're gonna get two games from our tier three or below list uh winner three is raiden lamb so you're gonna get third pick of dice and two games from the tier two list awesome. um let me double check what dice it is and see if i can cover a third fourth winner do i win no i don't see you he on the list you. Of winners, i don't right? think so <laughs> <All right. laughs> none, none of us popped up as winners which is probably for the best are you sure or did you just skip me <laughs> no no this is these the first four winners i rolled i'm just making sure um so actually yeah Yep, I think we might actually stop at three if we do it. Pick some more. I'll just contact them directly, and we'll announce it on our social media. So, congrats awesome. to uh, Luke, Rachel, and Raiden. We'll be reaching guys. out to you. Cool. And, yeah, Enjoy thank you that. all for participating. It was great having everyone along, and we'll be running more giveaways in the future.
0: Yep. Awesome. Yes. Thanks, guys. Um, all right. Well, we can get back to the game. Um. I
3: will stay Trust
0: at
1: the training me. grounds and just... You can uh, stay there? Pra- yeah, just
0: practicing. Okay. Yeah, I'm going shopping. Um, uh, that basic list... Where do you want to go? So, Did you want to go to the... Uh, he had said that there was some... You could probably get some stuff at the chapel if you wanted to.
1: Um, I'd probably stop at the chapel, see if I could get a healer's kit and some holy water. I doubt they'd have anything else. They might have wicker shade a okay but everything else oh they might have a bell everything else is just general goods from like a standard market
0: okay a, so uh, steel scar marker. you're staying at the training grounds
3: yeah i'm gonna stay just um they got okay. like practice dummies and like people spar, yeah
0: right yeah you can practice and do whatever yeah, you I'll need stay, do I'll
3: stay, I'll stay with some of the guards just spar with some of them practice on the dummies etc
0: okay cool all right so casimir you make way over to the chapel um uh, so as you approach uh, the chapel, it's decent size. It's not the biggest chapel you've ever seen. It is within the bailey, so it has to be contained inside the walls. Um, but it is one of the larger buildings here, aside from the keep in the Grand Hall. Uh, so as you approach, it looks as it's made of the same stonework as the castle walls. Uh, and you expect it's been here about just as long. And as you approach, you see a large set of doors. Uh, and on the archway above the doors, you see uh, something inscribed in a language that you do not know, um, but looks familiar to you. Uh, you do recognize it as celestial, though you cannot speak celestial, correct?
1: I don't think I have that yet. No, I do not speak okay. celestial. Um,
0: but yeah, in the archway, you see uh, kind of small figures cut into the stonework, uh, 12 figures. Uh, and you know these represent the twelve gods of Athene, um, a few of whom you are quite familiar with. Um, so as you enter the chapel, um, it's a very similar layout to a lot of chapels that you've seen. Um, you enter the wooden doors into a foyer. Um, you see on the ceiling of the foyer, you see very delicate artwork of the gods of Athene. You see um, burning. Uh, you see them like burning bright, like beacons illuminating the land. Um, And as you enter kind of the sanctuary area of the chapel, uh, you see beautiful stained glass windows around the sides. And up at the front, you see kind of a circular area. That's, you know, where the who's ever giving the message or whatever for that day. That's where they typically stand. And you kind of see kind of rows of benches. But uh, what kind of catches you off guard uh, and you remember as you're entering, you see a lot of people moving about people laying on the ground. Um, You hear some people like, you know, letting out moans like uh, this is where all the injured from the attack on on duel have been brought um, and you see people kind of moving about helping them um, and it looks like a lot of the benches have kind of been moved to the side to make more room for the injured um, so they can rest and heal up and stuff like that uh, and as you enter you see uh, a woman uh, approach you um, let me see if I can find it uh, so she's kind of an elderly woman. She's got kind of grayish black hair. Um she's wearing uh kind of greenish gold robes. Uh and she kind of carries a tome. There's a tome kind of at her side. Um and as she approaches or as she approaches you, she's like, "Hello my child. Are you in need of healing or assistance today?"
1: I actually initially came here for, to see if I could purchase a healer's kit and some holy water, but I feel I should first try and assist some with the healing before asking about that.
0: She's like, uh, yes, we have many injured here. Are you, uh, do you have uh, training in the medicines or uh, some other way to help these people?
1: i was a medic in the service so i do have a, some minor skill in healing so i would be happy to provide what magic i have remaining for the day to assist
0: which oh, would be greatly appreciated um, please follow me um <clears throat> and so as you're walking she's like uh so you say you have the uh some magic to be able to help people
1: indeed i have a remaining prayer of healing i can cast and help a handful of people as well as a few minor healing spells left
0: okay um so Uh, good
1: so just to yeah i have a prayer of healing two cure wounds and then five lay on hands i'm happy to spend it all here
0: okay so yes you um well she takes you to a woman who's laying on the ground um, you see some people there trying to help her, uh, and oh, by the way, the the woman introduced herself as uh, Sister Luthal, Luthal, um, <clears throat> and uh, so she takes you to this woman and she says, um, "This poor woman here is, seems to be suffering from some sort of fever. Uh, she has chills. She um, seems to just be shaking and sweating profusely. Uh, we've done our best to help her, but." Um you can perhaps see if you'd be able to help her
1: um so fever so likely infection so classified as disease so I expend five uh on <clears throat> hands points to cure disease to cure her of infection
0: okay so you you walk up and as she sees you um she kind of like looks up at you and she's kind of like just sweating and you can see like she's like barely has her eyes open and um and you uh, kind of grab her by the hand and uh, hold her hand and it's just um, kind of just like limp in your hand your gauntleted hand uh, and your hands just begin to glow with kind of a dull um, light as you can see it kind of travel up her body uh, and she kind of just takes a deep breath for a moment and kind of opens her eyes a little wider and she's like what, what did you do to me I feel better
1: I delayed your meeting with Halas, at least for now. You'll meet them eventually, so no reason for it to be today.
0: She says, thank you. Thank you so much. So I'm not sure how much longer it could have lasted.
1: Rest up, get well, and try and help others.
0: <laughs> he says, of course. Um, and so as you heal her, you turn around, and you see Sister Lothel standing there, and she says, you have a gift, my child
1: wish i had more of it to share
0: she says sometimes the smallest things can make the largest differences in this world don't be afraid to share your gifts and your knowledge with people this is good
1: oh go ahead. Uh, then i just tell her well i have more magic left let's get to it
0: okay uh so you guys you spend the next um you want to expend everything you've got
1: Um, I I have a prayer of healing And to cure Wounds So I can expend it all in about A half hour quite quickly
0: So you guys You you and her just begin to make your way around the Chapel as you're healing people And um, as you're healing them people are just like thanking you And um, I mean You are quite literally saving people's lives People who might not have been able to make it Um, And you're giving these people Hope in what seems like Quite a dark time um, and you know they're as you're healing them. They're just like, oh, thank you, thank the twelve. I, I wasn't sure what would happen. Um, and so you, about half hour you do going around, you heal. I mean, quite a few people. Uh, I would say a decent amount of people in this chapel are now healed, and you've taken care of most of the most of the injured. Um, there's still a few left, but they seem like they could probably heal up on their own at this point yeah i definitely um, focus on
1: those with the who are most hurt that I yeah can curb it
0: okay um so at that point and you know you tell sister lothell that you're basically out <laughs> you're tapped at this point
1: i uh, i uh, take off my mask for just a moment to wipe my face down. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I'm, uh, out of mojo all
0: right um so she uh is like you have saved a great many lives today
1: um I tell her, well, of course. Um, getting... So I, I try and avoid the compliments and uh, get back to just why I was there in the first place. <laughs> just try and like, take her compliment and like, segue off and go, <laughs> well, um, now that I can no longer help with that, uh, do you happen to have a healer's kit and some holy water I could purchase? I'd like to stock up before we head out to deal with more gnolls.
0: She says, well, the healer's kits here are, as you can imagine, used up or spoken for. But holy water, that is very easy to procure you can find it in the back of the chapel here um, on the dais Um, but before you go I wish you to have something Uh, and she hands you the book that she had at her side and she hands it to you she says you will need this on your journey if you are to be successful my child do not let your quest for vengeance blind you to the pain around you knowledge such as yours is a gift to be shared now if you do not mind I have things to tend to
1: purse my lips behind the mask before thanking her for the book and wish her a good day okay and then I'd like to just briefly examine the book before I head off to continue looking for supplies or just help out with things
0: okay um, so you kind of turn around as you're walking out look over the book um, it has like the picture of kind of a heart on the front of it and like uh, kind of like an arm kind of like you know with the muscles and stuff um, and as you read it um, read that it is called the Manual of Bodily Health.
1: Thank you. And the book was like green. You said.
0: Uh, yeah. Similar to the clothing that she was wearing. Gotcha.
1: Manual of Bodily Health from Lethane. Lethel. Lethel. Wow, cool! Thank you.
0: Yep. Uh, so, if you look up that, what that does for you, I don't know if you're able to look that up.
1: I will take a peek. Boop.
0: Basically, uh, you can spend forty-eight hours over the period of six days reading it, practicing its um, benefit. What it instructions and you get a plus two to your constitution
1: hmm. oh sweet thank you okay i'll add that
0: don't get it yet you got to read
1: Oh well no <laughs> i'll add it to inventory
0: <laughs> gotcha okay
1: it's not marked active at the moment
0: okay uh and you make your way out of the chapel
1: hmm. okay man plus two con he needs oh, that and yes i do want to you know grab two flasks of holy water
0: okay so you grab two flasks of holy water and make your way um, out of the chapel. Cool. Nice. Okay. Um. So at this point, you probably want to head back and read your book, I'm assuming?
1: Um, or you more,
0: shopping, do more shopping, actually.
1: I want to continue okay. to look at those just basic shopping items, like okay. little rope, hammers, pittons, that sort of thing. Just basic adventuring gear. Gotcha. Okay.
0: And so chemicals. you can do that, uh, and you and I will follow up on what you're able to find. Um, So now we will go to Levy. Oh boy. Alright, so Levy, uh, you... Sorry, hold on one second. I'm
4: going to sit up for this one. You sit up. Yeah. Um, Ready to roll some dice.
0: There you go. Alright, so after you guys were in that room talking, uh, you leave the room. Uh, you make your way up the steps. You ask a servant where the library is, um, and they basically tell you it's just down the hall, opposite of the hall of your room. So when you go up the steps to get to your room, you went right. The library is down to the left. Um, so you make your way down the library. Um, as you enter in, uh, you're surprised by the sheer number of books here. Um, the walls are just covered with shelves full of books. Um, additionally, there are large uh, wooden bookshelves that kind of create these aisles in there as well um, in the center you see a room with kind of a rug made of a deep red fabric stretched across the stone floor um, and on the carpet you see multiple chairs and desks um, some of which would already have like books piled up on it you can see gargar and is just kind of and Bellar kind of grabbing books from the shelves and setting them on these tables um, scattered about this room you see like some small like table display cases or something like that um, and on the ceiling you see a large chandelier Kind of with these candles, but the candles uh, seem to be lit, but it doesn't, kind of as you look at them, it doesn't seem like they have melted at all hmm. to any capacity. Um, and so Wait, as I know you,
4: that. That would be like magical candles or something like that. I um,
0: you could imagine that, yeah, there's some sort of magic there that could be causing it.
4: I'm going to think it's magic without having to do a check. I'm just like, hmm, magic. <laughs>
0: oh, magic. Um, okay. Uh, and so as you enter in, uh, you, again, you see them grabbing some books and uh, Bella notices you and like Ah, Levi, good, you're here. Uh, Garagor and I are just collecting some books that we think may be of help. Uh, we're looking for two things mainly. Uh, any information on soul magic and uh, just the history of Redbrook to see if there's anything related to Knowles, or potentially why these dark fangs may be wanting to attack us. We're not sure exactly why, but that's what we want to figure out.
4: Would I have any prior knowledge of this soul magic?
0: Uh go ahead and roll an arcana check. Ho, ho,
4: ho, ho uh twenty-one.
0: Twenty-one. Okay. Um so your understanding of soul magic is that if necromancy was a subcategory of magic, soul magic is a subcategory of necromancy. Um, so necromancy typically deals with, right, the reanimating of bodies or bones, as well as like uh, damaging spells that like curse people or something like that, or deal some sort of necrotic damage. Um, soul magic seem is more related to souls, uh, particularly the controlling, the containing, and um, in some cases the consuming of souls. Um, and <clears throat> so, you know, it's quite illegal, uh, and is one of the darker forms of magic.
4: So, um,
0: oh, I, w- I guess, uh, I
4: guess I would like to share kind of like what you like said to them, but in a way that doesn't make me sound super like, Hey, I know all about this. <laughs>
0: So, kind of like in a questioning way, like, "So, yeah. I've kind of heard that." Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, as you're, as you say those things, Garokar's like, "Ah, oh, yes, I, I see that you have some uh, knowledge of soul magic." Yes. Um. Yes, those are the basic uh, tenets and kind of principles of soul magic. Uh. But, like I said, I overheard Dagnai saying that he had almost finished his research or something like that and i'm really not sure what he could be attempting to do i don't know anything about souls i don't know if he's intending to raise the souls of the people who have died here in redbrook i'm not really sure exactly what his plans are so um
4: well uh where are we at with uh with the books that we've been looking for do you have you found everything that you uh that you could think of or uh do you need some help finding some other books
0: He's like, well, I think we've uh, got a decent amount of books to go through right now. We can start making our way um, and see what we can find.
4: Okay. I'm happy to help.
0: Okay. Um, Excuse me. So, for the next um, few hours, you guys just are reading through book after book. Um, Some of them. Yeah.
4: Me? Elamir? and Casimir all reading books
0: are they up there as well right now it's just well, you no, uh,
4: no no, I mean because Casimir got a book Elamir was reading a oh. book on his own and I'm reading books in the library the card, man. you gotta get on the books
0: by the letter B <laughs> I don't
3: know. I want to tell my girlfriend about this manual of bodily health so she can laugh uh, if you haven't noticed, SteelScar doesn't really read. He just uses his sword.
0: SteelScar has picture books.
3: Yeah. No, I mean, SteelScar can read, though. I've, I've read the reports. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh,
0: gosh. They were amazing. <laughs> um So, yes, everyone's reading. You don't know that everyone.
4: I don't know this, but I'm just. aside, that's kind of fun.
0: <laughs> yes. Um. See, so you you spend the next few hours, um, just pouring through the books that you guys find. Um, <clears throat> you're finding a lot of information about Red Brook, about you know why it has its name. Um, it has to do with a, a flower that grows there, which you've noticed. Uh, it's kind of off to the side of the castle. It's a red flower that grows on the brook, uh, but it's quite prominent uh, and kind of travels up the side of the cliff that the castle's on. The flowers called Does it the have
4: any magical properties
0: um it doesn't have any magical properties that you know about um but um it is kind of the symbol of Redbrook um and bloodthorn it's called the bloodthorn um and so that's where the bloodthorn castle name came from um because basically the castle there's like a river right that goes right behind the castle um and there's kind of a cliff right there and the castle is kind of at the edge of the cliff and the flowers kind of travel up the cliff kind of onto the castle there. Um, so the whole side of the castle there is kind of red <clears throat> from the flowers. Um, you find out that the town's been in the Montever family for many, many years. Um, in fact, it's been in the Montever family since its inception. Um, let's see what else. Uh, yeah, the castle was built... Um, not at the beginning of Redbrook, but a few hundred years ago. Um, but you're not finding anything particular that stands out to you. Um, and then regarding soul magic, uh, not a whole lot of information since it's such a specific type of magic, particularly forbidden illegal magic to do uh you guys are kind of having trouble finding that information um uh, but after a few you know a few hours of reading Garagar's like passed out on the one of the chairs that he's in um old man he's tired how <laughs> old does he look he's pretty old he's got a big gray beard white beard um wears like kind of like these glasses uh basically your stereotypical wizard guy going on um but he's pretty old from what you can tell it you're surprised he was able to kind of manage through the ordeal that he went through um
4: <clears throat> bella still kicking
0: bella's still over the reading um and at one point she kind of like closes her book uh, just kind of like looks around and is like um <clears throat> sorry <clears throat> She's like, I've spent so much of my life here in this library. It's always funny. I find myself coming back here.
4: Getting yourself lost in a good book?
0: (laughs) She's like, yes. As a child, I spent so much of my time reading through all the books here. Obviously not some of the more difficult ones, as I was only a child. But anything that had to do with magic, I would just eat it up. Um trying to find anything that would bring me some sort of comfort or knowledge about my gift that was such a mystery to me
4: so you've read so many of these have you seen any mention of uh, the soul magic before?
0: she's like I've not seen anything in these books regarding soul magic, no, I've not made my way through all these books Um, and you know, unfortunately it isn't a not a widely practiced form of magic due to its being illegal and i mean c- controlling people's souls is not a good thing to do
4: ah uh, i agree completely <laughs> definitely not one thing that anyone should be handling
0: <laughs> um she's like you know when i was young and i was found to be gifted in the arcane um my parents didn't know what to do with me. They had, no one had ever been born in my family that could wield the arcane arts. Um, and I had no one to train me, so I would spend much of my time here reading and going through these books. Anything with magic, even if it was a story about some person long ago, would uh, bring was me Was not around? He's like, uh, Garagar uh, came around later. Um, one second. Um, He's like, no, uh, actually, when I was growing up, um, I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have anyone to teach me about the arcane arts. Um, My parents did their best to find people, but it was very difficult to get a wizard or anybody who knew what they were doing to stay in a tower and teach someone like me. Um, So like I said, I spent much of my time reading through these books, trying to find something. Um it was quite lonely as a child.
4: I can relate. I I also had a relatively lonely childhood. I won't go too much into it, but I can I can understand where you're coming from.
0: That's as I see.
4: I put down my books i didn't find anything in these
0: <laughs> <laughs> and she says she kind of like eyes you for a second it kind of like leans forward kind of closes her book and she's like levy what are you looking for
4: obviously the answer to this problem
0: what problem are you talking about
4: well we we have to figure out what uh what, what's his income oh my god um Dagnize uh what what, what he's trying to do we need to we need to stop the attack of the dark fang
0: and she kind of just like eyes you and she's like leans back and is like I don't believe you she says I don't believe you because
4: I rolled a 21 for deception if you want that
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's fine um She says, I think you're very good at hiding your emotions and your feelings, but I feel I was like you once. I was searching for something, and I know the look of somebody who is searching for something. The look of someone who desperately wants an answer. I don't know what you're searching for, but I feel you're hoping to find it here in one of these books, or perhaps me or Garagar can help you with that. I don't know. I don't know what it is you're looking for, but... I'm glad you're here to help us and I hope you find what it is that you are looking for
4: I take a second think thank you I hope as well
0: this is good well I guess I'll go see if I can find a few more books about anything that could help
4: (sighs) is there anything that was like forbidden when you were a child that you were told never to read maybe it's in there
0: She thinks for a moment, is like, You know, nothing stands out. There were a few things I was told not to touch. Hmm. Well, let's touch them. (laughs) (laughs) So she, uh, she's like, (laughs) Yeah. So she gets up and uh, walks over to one of the display cases. Um, now she's kind of looking over. She's like, Uh, she kind of like motions for you to come over, and as you approach the display case, you can see, uh, like what looks like some piece of broken piece of wood, and she says, "I was always told not to touch this, never open this. Um, I finally asked Garagar what it was about, or what it was, and all he had told me was that it once belonged to a it was part of a staff of some battle long ago here in Redbrook." Um, I'm not sure exactly what it is though uh, perhaps Garagar would know I don't know we could go ask him
4: shall we does he get angry when we wake him
0: I says well I think he's had a good rest and I think he'd like to be part of whatever research we are doing here
4: very well Um, I shall wake him <laughs> all right so I'm so gonna, make yeah, I'm gonna work my way over, but uh, I'm gonna use mage hand to grab like five pounds worth of books and then just drop them behind him.
0: <laughs> okay, you, your hand goes out, picks up the books, drops, and you. Can oh, I'm gonna something. be
4: standing in front of him though. When I okay,
0: do. gotcha. So he kind of wakes up with a, oh, oh gosh, oh, what was that? What was that?
4: Oh, I have no idea. Are you? Oh, how are you doing, Gregor?
0: He's just like, um, oh, doing good. Um, yeah. did you? Did we find anything?
4: uh just wanted to ask you a few questions if you had some time i was wondering if you could tell me about that piece of wood over there
0: uh of course um uh yes and he uh kind of stands up walks over to this case and he's like kind of looking over he's like um my understanding is this once belonged to a staff um to and his eyes kind of like widen for a second uh and he's like oh give me one second and he uh kind of makes his way away um, into down the hall um, disappears for a second and then comes back um, he has a book with him and he's like I forgot about this book it was in my room I was actually um, doing some research on it before I left to go to the Stonefire Flats uh, and he kind of like has it open your spot and he's like it talks about a battle that took place here many many years ago um, in fact before the castle was here uh, it was between I can't believe this slipped my mind it was between Knowles and the people who lived here in Redbrook uh, it was a great brat battle uh, it's actually where the Montever family became the lords over this this whole area uh, but basically there was a group of gnolls led by a knoll named Logoltha and um he led an attack on Redbrook. At the time, it was just a bunch of villages. Uh, and the villagers were having trouble fighting back. And this nobleman uh, who was in the area, named Edmund Edwin Montever, uh, helped the villagers rally against the Knolls, And they fought against them and were able to defeat them. Actually, right here where this castle is built, there was a great battle. So I wonder if this is anything related to why the the dark things are here perhaps they're seeking revenge for a battle that took place hundreds of years ago I don't know
4: well I mean if we if Redbrook has fought with these gnolls before it would stand to make sense that they would be off our revenge
0: it would and it's that it actually makes perfect sense I'm sorry I'm a bit, bit out of sorts right now as you can imagine um yes i I think this could very well be some of the information that we're looking for. Uh, I will see if I can find any more information about this battle. Um, it was many years ago. I've not been able to find much about it other than this book uh, but this may be a good start
4: Bella, this was a this was a great uh, a great point of uh, interest for this uh, investigation. <laughs> is there anything else that we aren't supposed to touch
0: <laughs> she's like well that's all I think that relates to this
4: <laughs> well very well unfortunately uh, we might not be able to figure out what uh, what they're trying to do but maybe we can pursue this and figure out the reason why
0: yes I think this is a good start we can um, <clears throat> see where it leads
4: I will continue looking then with them
0: Alright, so you're going to stay up there? Mm Alright, now we're going to go over to Elamir Who's been waiting so patiently for his turn Mm -hmm. I'm here (laughs) (laughs) Alright, Elamir Uh, So everyone left the room They all walked out, you stayed in the room um, And so you started reading through your book Uh, What is it called again? I forgot to write it down
2: The book is uh, Zintha's Otherworldly Compendium
0: Okay all right, so you start making your way through the book, and this is your mother's book, and you kind of take a moment before you open it, you know, just kind of take a deep breath um, and begin thumbing your way through the pages. Um, you know, your mother was uh, quite adept at planar magic, as well as being familiar with the different planes of existence. Um, your knowledge of that is quite limited because you didn't get to complete your training um, with the astral order. Um, But the information that you're able to find in this book... Sorry, I don't... I guess I might throw it. Hold on. Sorry. Um, What you're able to find in the book as you're going through uh, is you find that there's the prime material plane. That is the plane that you exist on um it's where you are it's where everything exists uh and just reading through your mother's book uh she kind of lays out some of the other planes that there are that exist um including the celestial realm or the celestial plane um the everdark um the Far Realm, Plane of Water, Air, Fire, Earth, Feywild, the Ethereal Plane, and the Astral Plane. Um, <clears throat> and going through it, I just talked about how the only way to kind of travel between these places is through portals uh, or some sort of teleportation magic that's allowing you to travel between planes. Um, and basically, you know that the Astral Order's job was to basically ensure that um, <clears throat> there was never um extraplanar extraplanar um threats that could be coming basically around a thing, um there are just spots where it seems like the planes may overlap or come closer or something like that and uh, you know that the astral order typically set up uh fortresses or something in these spots to kind of protect against any extra planar um danger that could be coming. Um, so you spent some time reading through it. Uh, and yeah, It just talks about each of the different planes. Is there any plane that you're particularly interested in?
2: Um, really what I'm trying to figure out is... Um, <clears throat> in this plane, the Primaterial Plane, where I could find more uh,
0: soldiers. Uh, people uh, Members of the or Astral Order?
2: Members of the Order, yes.
0: Okay. Um, so as you're going through uh it looks like your mom's work was mainly about wasn't a catalog of the astral orders activities it was more um just understanding it was kind of a learner's guide to the planes and all that stuff um a few places that are mentioned between um that have kind of that close overlap that you know that they had some places set up was uh the frigid waste which is where your uh parents were stationed um and then a few other locations uh in the dune sea um sorry uh as well as in the uh the greenwood are the only spots mentioned here in the the books or your book uh you feel that you're probably if you want to know more, you're going to, have to find someone who may be able to help you or find some information somewhere else
2: okay um as i kind of stand up and stretch and realize i've been reading for far too long um i just kind of try to find um any member from the uh the Montever family that might be around the, <clears throat> the keep as I've just been kind of, uh, sitting in the corner.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're having trouble finding anyone from the Montever family. Uh, they, as far as you know, both the sons were sent to some of the towns. Um, Bella's in the library, Lord Montever, you don't know where he is. You don't know where lady Montever is. Um, uh, but you can find like a servant walking around or something like that. If you have a question.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll try to find, um, a servant.
0: Okay, you find a halfling servant walking about. What is your question?
2: Uh, hello. Um, like hello. I I'm one of the uh, the adventurers here, um, helping out with the the recent conflicts. Um, do you have any uh, master rangers uh, within the castles that I might speak to?
0: Well, we don't have any rangers per se. Um, what are you looking for? Like, why you, Why Why are you looking for someone like that?
2: somewhat of a sensitive topic, but, um, we don't need go just,
0: into details, but <laughs> the more, I know. Um, the
2: more- yeah. Um, I'm just trying to find somebody who might be able to, um, uh, help me connect with, um, people from my home in the Greenwood.
0: It's like, Hmm. It's like nobody I know really from the Greenwood. Yeah. Um, unfortunately i don't know of anyone who could help you with that
2: okay i'm gonna go out on a limb here anybody who seems a little bit crazy talking about portals
0: well if you're looking for magic you'll
2: probably want to talk to garagar okay fair point fair point um okay and i think he went off to the library i'm just kind of talking out loud at this point Um, (laughs) yes he went
0: up the library just go up the steps and then make a left and it's the end of the hall
2: all right, I'll, I'll just keep talking to myself in Wander Office without saying goodbye to him. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> all right, where are you going? Are you going up the library or not? Uh, sure. Okay. All right. So you make your the library. Um, make your again. You see the what Levy saw the all the books. You see the bookshelves, the tables. You see Levy, Bella, and Garagar. Uh, Levy and Bella are kind of sitting in the middle, reading through some books. You see Garagar kind of um, standing up, going through some of the books on a shelf.
4: I would um, like to clarify how I'm reading my book. I'm having my know. mage hand actually hold my book oh, for me cute. so I don't have to uh, actually hold it because I'm f-
2: quite lazy when I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> mage nice. hand is the best. <laughs> um, so I guess I'll, I'll greet the room. Uh, hello, everybody. How's, how's the research going? Ben better.
0: Better worse. <laughs> He's coming in after you guys have had your discovery about the the has
4: yeah, been worse <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right um Garagar, um might i interrupt you for a second
0: he turned to me, he's like oh yes um what can i help you with um
2: so before all this um I, I i got separated from some people i care about and i'm just trying to see um you know where, where they might be as we kind of prepare for you know the next venture in this conflict here but um it's the phrase astral order mean anything to you
0: uh as he said as you say it his eyes kind of like kind of like nod he's like yes actually that's um i am i know of the order i do not know much about the order though what okay. is it that you want to know
2: it's wondering if you know anybody part of the order um Trying to get in contact with them.
0: It says, uh, I had a friend in um, Haramdram. Uh, Her name was Silamine. Uh, she was not part of the Order, but she worked very closely with them. So okay. she might know something about it if that's what you're looking for.
2: And what was that town called?
0: Uh, Haramdram. It is in the Dune Sea. It's where Captain Aranol is from.
2: All right. Okay, great. Um,. Okay, very good. Um, last question. Um, in all these, you know, books around us, um, do you uh, have any readings about uh, portals or um, the other planes?
0: He, um, he like, He's like, oh, yes, yes, uh, there's some information on that. Uh, if you just follow me. And he um, kind of starts walking. And as he's walking, he's just kind of grabbing books and handing them to you. And just kind of like laying them on top of the books that you already have. And you have probably about five or six books that you're carrying around. They're pretty big. Okay. Um, and he turns around. He's like, oh, that should keep you busy for a little bit.
2: Yeah, I think so. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm going to okay. find another corner.
0: All right. Um, so you spend decent amount of time sitting there reading. Um, <clears throat> so what you find um, reading through the books, um, about particularly about the planes of existence, uh, is... Let me see real quick. Um go ahead and roll just an intelligence check. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, intelligence. Um, that was a twelve.
0: Okay. Um. <clears throat> so going through, you find some information about the planes of existence. You find um information about the ever dark. The ever dark is basically this shadowy um. It's kind of like opposite polar part of a thing uh, filled with demons and devils and a bad place to go. Um, <clears throat> you find some information about the celestial realm. That's the realm of the gods. Um, and just uh, <clears throat> it's where they exist, where they preside, um, where any of the celestial creatures may come from. Um, you find some information about, God, I'm sorry guys. I have something in my throat. You roto? <laughs> yeah, it's not that, I don't think. It's I hope corona. not. What's I've that? literally been quarantined for like 2-3 weeks at this point, so I've not left my house except to drive around in a car. So, I hope not. Uh, yeah. but anyways, um you find some information about a, an event called the the shattering. Um and basically this event was uh so in the world of Thane, there are the 12 gods of Thane. Um, and there's the big bad guy. His name is Malum. Um, and this doesn't go too far into in-depth about who they are and how to this. But basically, there's an event called the Shattering, where uh, the 12 basically uh, attempted to force malum out of the prime material plane and in doing so they shattered his psyche into multiple different pieces um and his psyche was basically split into different pieces of him went to these different planes of existence um and basically the 12 after that happened uh, took it upon themselves to watch over the planes to try and ensure that that part of malum which basically became its own entity uh was unable to get back into the material plane and as you're reading this you're kind of having the realization that um kind of this duty is very similar to that of the astral order
2: ah this is crazy i didn't learn anything up there Uh great. Okay. Um I'll keep taking notes and okay. uh, just trying to commit things to memory
0: and gotcha. then uh return the books when I'm done. Okay. So you guys all wrap up the things that you're doing. Elamir Levy reading, Casimir reading, Steel Scar, sparring with some guys. Um eventually it starts to get dark out. You guys make your way um down to the Great Hall or where the where um lord montever mentioned there'd be food um you guys get down there you see the table has all sorts of food on it um you guys sit down start to eat just relax take a breather you've had a pretty busy day like 24 hours at this point i'd say um, so yeah
4: looking forward to that long rest
0: yeah <laughs> i bet um i actually gonna say you got your long rest as part of this um what you were doing With all the reading and yeah stuff. the reading because it's it's been about eight hours and a long rest doesn't necessarily mean to be sleeping it can be um just resting
1: okay so long rest is yay
0: cool yeah so i'm gonna say even though steel scar had some combat i'm gonna say he's still got a long rest in at this point um, <laughs> he
4: rest his resting state is combat <laughs>
0: yes there you go <laughs>
3: We <laughs> I mean, did stop for a while just to catch <clears throat> um
0: So, as you guys are all sitting there eating, just relaxing, um, Garrigar's down there, Bella's down there. Uh, you see uh, Captain Arnall is in there, just kind of like grabbing food. You guys are just kind of taking a breather. Uh, when uh, suddenly you guys hear a familiar sound in the distance, you hear a horn blowing. Ah,
4: crap. Oh, no. How many horns?
0: you hear the first one at that moment everyone kind of like perks up and like looks around uh, and Captain Arnall immediately runs out the front door <clears throat> um, you guys hear another one
4: <laughs> at
0: this point Garagar and Bella get up they run out after Captain Ar- Arnall
4: <clears throat> the-
0: you hear a third one. Oh no three horns <laughs> guys let's go yep you guys making your way outside with them? Yep. So we right. we should go. All right. You um, guys.
3: Wait, um, yep. During this whole time, well, would would you say that uh, they were able to get the dents out of my armor? Yeah, I'd
0: say your armor's been cleaned up and you All have right. it on now.
3: Perfect. That's what I wanted to know.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> so you guys. This guy? You guys run outside and you see. Hey, uh, I'm to die. You see. Captain Arnall, Bella, and Garagar begin to climb up. Uh, so there's actually a set of steps kind of on the, the wall, so you can kind of so the guards can get on top of the wall, you know, and patrol it. Um, and so they begin to climb up those steps, uh, and you guys make your way over there, and you see a bunch of people kind of already standing up there looking off to the south. Uh, and as you get up there and you reach the top, and you just look into the distance, you see a town in flames. Which one? See, uh, you see the town of Natal oh, burning. Oh no. And everyone kind of, like, looks around at each other and is like, the gnolls have attacked Natal. It burns. Quickly, we must find Lord Montever. Thanks for listening to the Adventure with Advantage podcast. You can catch us live on Saturday nights at twitch.tv forward slash AWA underscore d d